0: I'm wondering what he would do, but then I also don't want to put it in his head that he can go outside without a floating.
1: I know, but if it's a, if it's like a one and done, we yeah, should try it's it. Definitely I mean, it's way. horrific even thinking about it. And here we are.
0: Here we are listening to Hickory Dickory Dock.
1: Mm, let me guess: the mouse fell off the clock.
0: Yes. But the worst thing is when he's in the living room and he falls off the couch on purpose. Yes. I'm like, we don't need any broken thumbs.
1: Oh my God. We need, actually, we don't need broken anything. No. Everything needs to work the way it's supposed to work. Exactly. Uh, I was thinking about it the other day, too. I was like, you have to be careful, even nursery rhymes and, you know, shows, whatever, because in the autistic world, you never know how literal it's going to be taken. Like, I... oh, hickory dickory doc. Now, Cal falls off the clock? Yes. Like, he says Barkley, our dog, now falls off the clock. So, um, I don't know when I'm going to be on the list where I have to fall off the <laughs> clock and somehow fall on something, but damn it, it's coming, I think.
0: Well, he's moved on from Baby Shark a little bit. A little That's the good thing. bit. It's,
1: yeah. I mean, it's there. It, it's, I heard it this morning, but it's, yeah. And we're going on a bear hunt, a lion hunt, and a dino hunt, which yep. a dinosaur hunt. So, he goes on these hunts and- it's a wild, colorful, vivid world, man. A <laughs> lot more adventurous than mine right now. I got to tell you, he's—I mean, he's—he's he's hunting for dinosaurs. He's falling off clocks. He's deep in the ocean with the sharks. I mean, it's pretty cool.
0: It is cool. Yeah, he still has the baby shark family, mm-hmm. and your dad and his wife are here visiting. So we still say Grandma Shark and Grandpa Shark. Yeah. But he saw your dad. He saw your dad for the first time in probably six months, and he noticed his mustache
1: yeah and um he noticed most of that, but now he's for him, he's comfortable because he's got he's completed the family, grandpa shark, grandma shark. so he's
0: I think it's kind of calming for him,
1: well, that's what I'm saying because he's always on a quest to complete it, yep, and you know, he'll find younger people and try to do it, but then he realizes it's not really the case. But when he does know it's the case, I do I think it is calming. I think it's yeah,
0: yeah, so each of our parents comes like twice a year. So he sees them like once every six months. Yeah. So he doesn't always really remember, but yeah, it's like, it's completed.
1: He doesn't know who they are necessarily, but he knows what they are, if that makes any sense. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know. Autism is like increasingly for me becoming more like the metaverse where it's just like this ulterior universe. And if you're not in it, you don't understand it. Right. Which is the whole point. I mean, we can't understand it. So, you know, that's why... There's all these debates. I'm like, you know, stop trying to figure it out. You'll never understand it. And it's like, yeah, it's kind of true. You never will fully understand it. Like he's on these hunts. Like he's hunting for dinosaurs. Yeah. I mean, he's there in that world. You can tell. It's not like he's acting or pretending. He's there.
0: You can look at him and see what he's thinking about. Exactly. In his head. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a dining room table now. Oh boy. <laughs> and he, so the whole point of getting this table was because. Did we ha- not
1: talk? Oh, we talked about we were getting it. We were getting it. Okay. Yeah, that's right. It's here.
0: So, it has a bench, which that's where he sits. He's not allowed to crawl under the table, and he's not allowed to sit in the chairs. He has to sit at the bench, which he's doing a very good job. Yeah. But then, he kind of has assigned seating for people. So, he said, Grandma, sit here. Grandpa, sit there.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, we knew the assigned seating was coming. Actually, one of his therapists was like, I want to stay away from the assigned seating. I know. She's like, because I don't want him to be able to control who sits where. Like, everyone has their own you know, needs of where they want to sit. Like, you know, if somebody's first to the table, they can be able to sit where they want. like, she always says like, Cal, you have to let them decide what they want to do. And then you decide what you want to do. Yeah. But like, you don't get to decide for everybody. Cause he will, he, he is of <laughs> habits. <laughs> yeah. Like, like he wants, once he's assigned you and you do it, then that's his expectation. So then if you don't do it for whatever reason, or you can't, or you don't want to, He's unhappy.
0: Yeah, then it's like a meltdown. Right. I mean, this morning, it was fine. I let him boss her around and say, sit here. Yeah, well. But yes, on a typical day, we would normally break that.
1: Well, and I think the thing is, is it's like, what was that? It's him. What's he doing? Playing with Play-Doh. Oh. Um, Like, he doesn't see them a lot. So, it's okay. You know what I mean? So. Um, if he bosses him around for two or three days,
0: <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's, it's good for him though. You want me to go check?
1: Yeah. I don't know what this, I heard like a weird noise.
0: Anyways, I'm happy for him when he's able to complete the puzzle, you know, and have his grandparents around.
1: Yeah. No, it's, it's like I said, or you to I mean, he's got this calming, he's just kind of chill. Um, and so it's kind of good for him. I think it's like, he's not necessarily having to figure it out all day, every day. It's like, he has this separate gear that's always going and now he can turn it off and it allows him to sort of, but he's been great with the table, like sitting in the bench, the other kids. I I do think he likes a place to sit with the other kids. He feels more connected. Yeah. You know, so, so far,
0: so good, even
1: though, I I do I always say I'm not going to say that, but so far, so good.
0: Are you surprised? Yes. And you feel okay about it?
1: Yes. (laughs) And I'll regret maybe saying all of this, but here and now, yeah, totally. So, So,
0: yeah, so the bench is up against a wall. Our table is not where it's supposed to be underneath the chandelier.
1: Yeah, there's a free-hanging chandelier that uh, my dad has knocked himself out three (laughs) times already. He's been here for 15 hours. (laughs) It's, 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 gonna, n-
0: it's pretty low He's
1: gonna get back home I'm like You're gonna get home And people are gonna be like Yo Who jumped you Like <laughs> you got into a fight You know <laughs> With a chandelier
0: So the the bench is against the wall And I don't let him sit in the chairs Because I don't want him to lean back Eventually we'll move it To the center of the room But I'm just still worried About him falling back so I don't know about that.
1: Uh, yeah, no, I think we're starting off the right way, but I think eventually we can get there just once he's comfortable with it. Once he realizes that that's not what you do, I don't think he'll try and do it. I also thought, I think there are things we could buy to put underneath it so that it won't allow it to tip. I've, okay. I've seen things like that before. Yeah. Like little brackets you slide underneath and then they have like uh, a thing that, you know, it just yeah. can't, it just can't tip. So. I
0: just, I worry about everything. No,
1: well, we, for good reason.
0: Our kids are so excited to have a table. Tyler's like, it is kind of weird that we didn't have one for so long. Oh, like, we strange. literally didn't have a,
1: <laughs> we literally <laughs> didn't have strange. a table
0: for three years and our kids had ask about it. And we're like, we just can't right now. We can't.
1: We put it on Facebook, like after like three years of getting a table and people were writing literally like, man, that's weird.
0: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> it is weird. the
1: strangest thing ever. Like, I don't think people can, can understand it, but it's like, well, if you think, you know, Hickory Dickory Dock, the mouse fell off the clock, it literally was like Cal fell off the table. He yeah. was trying to jump off the, he was trying to roll off the table. Yeah. And I mean, it's Florida. It's tile floors. I mean, it's just, you know, it yeah. just, it, it truly was like an, it was an unnecessary evil looking at that. So, yeah. um, real quick, cause I know we, we just got a quick one today. I wanted to, um, so Polk County, it's a County here in Florida. It's just, um, uh, well, it's a, it's a little bit outside of where we are, um, But it's in the Bay Area. Well, they've got this sheriff, Grady Judd. He's a pretty funny guy. He's like a a real personality. Like, he comes on and does these press conferences, and he's always making fun of criminals and, like, warning them. And he's always got, like, pretty entertaining one-liners, you know? Well, they just started this program um, for autism to alert first responders. And it's pretty cool because you can um, register, and you're going to get these decals for your homes, for your vehicles, And also the 911, you can register with the 911 dispatch system so that when you call or you call about a person, the dispatcher will be able to tell the officers, by the way, this subject, this person is autistic.
0: Only in Polk County? Well, this is... Right now?
1: Yeah. This is the Polk County deal. I haven't seen it anywhere else, but I mean, it doesn't mean it's... I I I know it's otherwhere in the country. I just, other places in the country, I don't know about here locally. Um, But then I, so I started like researching and kind of looking into it, well, Sheriff... um, Grady Judd, his grandson
0: is autistic. I saw that.
1: Yeah. And so it's cool because his quote was this, is the most wonderful, kind, gentle, smart, intelligent person I've ever met. But you need to know that things upset him that may not upset a child without autism. And so now they're also teaching the officers how to deal with it and de-escalate things and understanding that they're not, like they're being set off by things that the regular training didn't address. Yeah. So- I mean, I just think it's, it's great. I also think I do, I feel for the the deputies out there. This is like one more thing that they have to consider when he or she is dealing with things, you know, their job is getting harder and harder. Like, while I think this is a great thing, I also do feel for the deputies because this is one more kind of tool in the toolbox that they have to be aware of and ready to, you know, to kind of use, right? You know, will people fake that they have autism when they're committing crimes, to try to get a softer treatment, maybe. You know what I mean?
0: I mean that's interesting, but I think if you don't know about autism, you just don't know about it, and I don't think that people—I don't think they would do that because they don't even know the behaviors of autism. oh wow, there's
1: some smart, there's some smart people out there yeah, that, that do know. bad things. I that will I I'm not saying that because I'm like, oh, that's going to happen every time. I'm just saying. I hear these stories, and I think they're so great. And I appreciate what the sheriff's doing. I appreciate the officers taking the time to learn and specialized training. They already get so much specialized training. This is like another piece of specialized training. It's a lot, yeah. you know, to roll up to a scene and you don't know what's going on. You're dealing on the that you're dealing on the very vague details by random callers. You don't know exactly what's going on. Right. And it's another thing, but I I, I do think it's 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 um, phenomenal. Um, but anyway, if you want to register for this. The Autism Decal uh, Program, this is in uh, Polk County. It is autismdecal at polksheriff.org. Autismdecal at polksheriff.org. So I think that's pretty cool. Very cool. I, I just, so they'll send you a form is what it says here uh, and all the info, and then you just fill it all out, and then the dispatch system will know you're autistic. They'll know, you know, they'll send you all the the, detail, the decals and everything. So it's, it's it's a good thing. I mean, it's a good thing.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. I think it's necessary. I, I, well, you know, so I was
1: reading this and I was thinking to myself, obviously the sheriff, as his life is going on and he's watching his grandson age, is probably like, uh, we need to do more. Yeah. Like, we need to get our officers prepared to help the officers and help the people in the community. You know, nobody wants, and it's happened, it's happened a lot. Nobody wants there to be a a, a really tough situation. And then you look back and go, well... I mean, the kid was autistic. Yeah, he was he was flapping. Yeah. If you tell somebody, you know, like a person not autistic, hey, put your hands behind your back, whatever, and they start flapping, Yeah. Um, that's going to look like they could be reaching for somebody. And by the way, I, I have seen some of these kids flap with their hands in their pockets. Yeah. They put their hands in their pockets and they start doing this. I mean, you don't know what's in that pocket. You don't know when the hand's coming out. So, I know. You, you, That's would a hate, scary you would hate situation something to, to happen, and the officer goes, look, man, my training, he went in his pockets and started freaking out, you know? Yeah. But maybe now there'll be another, I don't know, like, it was a very tough, it's a very tough, uh, tough thing.
0: It really is. Yeah. I can't I, even, I almost I can't think even the imagine. average salary for
1: a police officer in 2022 should be like $250,000, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, because it's just, it's it's tough. But I also do appreciate- Yeah, the, making the right call. Right, that's what I'm saying. You know, But I also appreciate the nod from the sheriff going, look, we also need to protect this segment of our community because they're a segment of the community. They truly do mean no harm. We just have to figure out another way to de-escalate it. You know what I mean? So I'm just happy when these programs happen, but I also do think about the officers and stuff. It's hard. It's very tough.
0: Yeah, it's very tough. It's almost like they need a behavioral specialist.
1: Well, I was actually thinking, is there going to be at some point like a special needs division where you're still a police officer but you truly have this special training? Yeah. You know what I mean? Where you're You're going out there because you've got this training. Maybe you've done some ABA therapy classes. Maybe I mean, you still, you know, you got to have a gun and a handcuff and everything. Because just because you're autistic doesn't mean, you know, if you break the law, you break the law. You got to pay. You got to. They have to hold you accountable. Right. But it doesn't mean because you, you know, wrecked your car or stole something that you need to get shot because you're, you know, freaking out at the same time. But think about all that in your head. It's like the officer is trying to process this real time. You know, and they have to remember all this stuff while it's going on for the report. It's like you're trying to like have a perfect memory, yet also be present in the situation. Situation.
0: Yeah. Dude, I it's know. crazy, man. It is really scary to think about because I, there are definitely freak out moments. 100%. Like, you know, but then you add an officer. And thinking about guns and stuff By like that. By the way,
1: go up and uh, next time there's a few deputies uh, around you, go up and stand like 10 feet from them. Those radios and and everything and everything going off. Dude, that's enough. That could set that could set somebody off. Yeah.
0: Actually, we were at the football fields um, this week and all of a sudden you could hear ambulance and fire trucks and stuff and mm-hmm. Cal was in his wagon and he was like, Fire truck, fire truck and he he couldn't see it. And then all of a sudden he started freaking out and yeah. wanted to leave. Sure. Yeah. He said, I mean, Go
1: home, go home. Think about at night, the flashlights. I mean, those officers are trained. They you put know, man, they're putting that flashlight right in your face. Yeah. You know, I mean that's part of the defense practice there is like, you know, I I don't want you to see very well.
0: And most autistic people don't like bright lights.
1: Uh that's part of the whole sensory, like like the screening experiences and stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not is not too bright, not too dark. I mean, it's just a lot of things. Handcuffs obviously. Um I, I don't even know, like Cal, how, how would you even handcuff him? I, I that would that's a fight. That would be a fight. You yeah. Know, which if he's would be twenty like years old and you're trying arrest. to do, Oh, it's resisting and he would be grabbing things. Yeah. Because, that's, I mean, that think about all the terrible ways this could end.
0: And he moves fast.
1: Fast and strong. Very and, and strong. And it's dead weight, and then it's kicking and biting. Yeah. I mean, biting. So you start biting a police officer, and then what? You're going to get sprayed?
0: What oh, hap- my God. What happens
1: if a dog, they have a dog, and the dog starts attacking you, the canine?
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: But that's what they're trained to do.
0: I know. It's so scary.
1: I know. I just... I also get mad, though, when people, like, you know... And there's a lot of people, and there's not a lot of people in this community. There are loud people in this community that are just so anti-police, it drives me crazy. I'm like, you really think they showed up to, to, to bother you? No. They got called there for a reason. Except you know? when the person really needs well, them. Well, Then
0: they want them. I know. That's, oh boy.
1: Now we're doing another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> now we're doing another podcast. I don't know. I just, I tell people, it is okay, and I think extremely intelligent, to be pro-autism community as we are, and also totally pro-law enforcement as we are. Yes. Like, because when the two work together and you have that symbiotic relationship, it's like a really beautiful thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's really a cool thing. So, yeah. I don't know.
0: I do think the officers do need to be trained,
1: though. I, I Well, of course. Yeah. I, I mean, how else would they know if they don't have, you know, if they, if they haven't grown up with this or have a child with this, how would they know? They just don't, you know, you can't just know this stuff.
0: I also think that there should be some paperwork that you send in to allow, or to... To tell people that you do have an autistic person in the house. Because what if there was a fire or something?
1: What it's going to come down to. You know what I mean? Yeah. What it's going to come down to is I think that there's going to be, and I would do it. I know people are going to be out there like, you're crazy, you know, whatever. And I'm not talking about microchipping and stuff. I think there's going to be like a QR code. And I'm actually all about doing this. That you would, you'll put on their clothes like a sticker or a patch or something. And the officers will be able to read that QR code from, I don't know, 10 feet away, 8 feet away. And it'll pop up.
0: So it's just something that you'll always put on them.
1: Yep. Child with autism, you know, and then and then y- you would have on the QR code the tendencies of this child. Um, you know, nonverbal will not respond. Um, meltdowns include stimming or, or intense flapping. Well, that would um, actually even help. if Do not our... attempt to handcuff. Like, they're just going to have other restraint opportunities or something. I mean, there's just going to be... You know, I, I just, to me, the technology is already there. It's just about connecting the dots. QR codes, think about what they do. They give you information in a very fast amount of time. And you can put them on stickers. You can put them on clothes. You can put them on cars. You can put them on, you can put them on anything. And, you know, I just think it's a great idea. It is a good idea. And it, it can just forward right to a, a landing page or a link tree or some something that's set up. And then you have the profile there. I like it. And I know that there's people like, oh, no, you don't want the government. Da, 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 da. It's like, no, 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 no. These are people that can't communicate. Like somebody's got to watch out for them. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and it's honestly
0: for safety Safety. Reasons.
1: It's going to it's gonna help the officer like have more information and maybe approach this differently. Or they can call somebody trained. Like I said, maybe there's like a special person trained or yeah, something. Yeah, there should be. Um, I think it, sh- it could also have contact information of therapists, parents, neighbors, somebody that may help. Maybe it's getting on a Facetime call with a, with a with a therapist and saying, "Hey, here's here's Lolo. I want you to talk to Lolo real quick."
0: Yeah, you know, I like it.
1: Maybe it tells them to turn their radio down. I mean, you know, it's just yeah, it's and like the flashing lights. Sure, off. and it's just it, it avoids maybe someone going to jail or the hospital uh, or worse.
0: I like it. Yeah.
1: So anyway, all right. Well, I just wanted to give the sheriff a, a shout out. That was I was really neat to see, uh, and also a great example too of you know somebody watching and learning about someone they care about and, and actually doing something about it. You know, it's easy to walk around and say, Oh yeah, my, my kids got autism. My my grandson's got autism. And it's like, well, that's cool. But like, there's always one thing you can do to help. So
0: absolutely. Yeah. What's the deal? Well, I was just thinking, like... (laughs) You you
1: started having a moment. You're like, she she just started drifting off. Her head just kind of was, like, going backwards, and I was like, what's
0: up? (laughs) (laughs) There's so much that we have to worry about. Like, we're talking about this for safety. His, everything we do is for his safety. Like, for instance, we have people staying in our house right now, your dad and his wife. I'm, and they like to go outside in the backyard. I know. And so I'm just, like, extra crazy right now in my head that that back door has to stay locked
1: well let me cut you off real quick because you would have had a fit this morning oh my god 6 a.m the back door obviously is wide open because so they get up at like 4 30 in the morning like they, they live on the top of this mountain <laughs> dad bought this thing on the top of the mountain and it's like they have like five six acres all by themselves huge trees i mean beautiful property right yes. up in the carolinas They have no, I mean, their doors can be unlocked for weeks at a time. It's just, you know, they're more worried about a bear coming in their house than anybody else. So the slider was open, the gate was open, and they were around the corner drinking coffee. Uh, Now, that said, they would have heard, you know, but they need to remember to put the the pool gate. They don't have to lock it, but they at least have to close it.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to tell them. Well, so we have a gate up right now that I I usually put an extra lock on to the living room, but I'm not because no one can do it. I know. And he can run through that gate. I don't know what he would do around the pool. I'll be honest with you. I don't want to know. know. He is
1: very vocal first thing in the morning. Yeah. I mean, he's never been uh, like, we're awake when he's awake. Yes. When he gets up, he makes sure the house, somebody is up with him. And he still has to go through a lot of areas to get back there.
0: Well, so. Also, like, I don't think he would just go run to the back door. No. I think he would run to our bedroom I, and climb on our bed.
1: I absolutely think he would do that. Or the kids are on the couch watching uh, their iPads. I think he'd go there. He does ask for food first thing in the morning. He wants someone to make him a pancake or a waffle. Yeah. So, I don't know. I probably shouldn't have said that because you're just...
0: Yes, you should have. Well, I just I'll tell them. But I don't know what he would do if he went by the pool because he's used to routine and certain things so he knows he's supposed to wear his floaty we
1: should try it
0: once when we're out there i thought about it no
1: floaty and i'm not doing it this weekend so get it out of your mind um which is my fault for bringing it up (laughs) but we should try it out there with no floaty just to see if he asks for the floaty or see if he just jumps in yeah i know he may just jump in and start sinking (laughs) but we're right there
0: well, like, so if he goes out back, he always has his floaty on. He always has his swimsuit on. Yeah. So I think he would ask for it. Well, I, we should do that with Lola when we're all here. Yeah. And just see what happens. So our neighbor came over, like, but, I mean, la- this is scary stuff. Like, I even know.
1: saying doing it, like, we're right there. I like, know. he could just jump in, <laughs> but I mean, we're there. But nobody else can be in the pool. We just have to see what he does because if we're in the pool, that's almost unfair. It's like baiting him to get in.
0: Yeah, no, I'm just saying. Wa- right. Our neighbor came over like last weekend because we were having a tree cut down. He brought his two-year-old daughter. Right. She did not have a floatie on or swimsuit or anything. But she, was she wearing knew her regular not to clothes. get in. Yeah. She knew not to she get in, to. but I was watching her I from know. inside because I was scared that she would fall in or jump in or whatever. I know. Uh, and I know that they practice swimming no, with but her a lot. But four of our
1: kids were in the pool. Somebody would have says, said something. But said like something, they would have just gotten her out. Well, I, mean, I know it that. Been but easy.
0: think about forty pounds at the bottom of the deep end. I mean, that's hard to get out. Well, I understand. You know. Anyways, I, I'm wondering what he would do. But then I also don't want to put it in his head that he can go outside without a floating.
1: I know. But if it's a, if it's like a one and done, we yeah, should try. It's it. Kind of like a test. I but. mean, it's horrific even thinking about it. But yeah. I'm like you, am interested. What? Where is he in that whole thing? Because we know water's a, a. Well, here's the thing about water and autism: it's a blessing and a curse, right? I mean, most of them are just drawn to it. Unfortunately, it also becomes um, uh, an accident a lot of the times. I mean, when you call the first responders because your autistic kid is missing, they race to pools and intercoastals and the Gulf. Yeah. It's, it's the cal- first place they yeah. go. It's called the, eloping.
0: Yes. And the kids elope, which means they leave their house or wherever. To search w- for water.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just one of those things. But- I mean, I've even talked to people before. They're like, oh, yeah, when we hear always autism, he's like, we race to all the pools, any type of, of water. He's like, we, I mean, race to it. I know. You I'm going to have
0: to tell your dad about the locks because well, they it's, it's they not. even leave their doors open at their house to let the air come through because yeah. it's really nice up there. So they kind of do that here, too. Oh, I know. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. I'm like extra cautious right now.
1: The mosquitoes love when my dad comes to visit because <laughs> they're like, oh, it's an all-you-can-eat human buffet for the weekend. <laughs> the doors are wide open. Well, they're used to all the bugs up there, too. Yeah. All right. Let's get out of here because we got a lot to do today. See ya. See ya. See ya. uh, See ya. ya. Is that the CSEA? You can see our Aspire Nutrition products at dailyautism.com and learn all about the journey that Cal is on with the Aspire Nutrition Probiotics made precisely to help the healing of gut health and how that affects brain health. The company was built um, on their son, the three-year-old, just before he turned three, was diagnosed with autism. Uh, really kind of incredible formation of the company, how they got started. And now we are all on the products, so Omega-369, the detox. So all of the poor choices I make uh, a few nights a week, I detox myself. Uh, and it, it just kind of makes you just go, yes, I'm clean, I'm human again dailyautism.com while you're there you can feel free to join us on facebook instagram see our reels and stories do all that at dailyautism.com all right the weekend begins
0: 369